see the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Thursday, November 30th, 2023, and this is episode 579 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defining norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Random Topics and uh, AMA, so let's grab a cup of coffee right away, catch up with what's going on in the live chat, and we'll dive into all these random topics and any other questions you guys come up with. I see Pip has already dropped questions in the comments. If you have a question, random question to throw onto the topic list, just had a um, uh, a list of topics that really weren't standalone. Things that uh, things that had come to mind here and there that I couldn't build a whole show out on. Um, <laughs> ask me anything, Jim. Jim says American Medical Association. No, no. I mean, I might have some of the better answers than them uh, from what I've seen. But uh, no, ask me anything. Ah, what's in the cup today? Colombian. Still a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of Colombian. Jim was confused. And uh, oh, man, this light is bright today, guys. Give me two seconds. Ah, that's better. When the light gets unplugged, it loses the setting that it's on, and uh, then I plugged it back in, and uh, it's just full-on blast, and first thing in the morning, just isn't happening, isn't happening, so. Morning, Hunter, over on Twitch, how we doing, how we doing? Um, yeah, so Light Columbian today, Light Columbian this week, really, I have uh, a couple more presses left. I have been uh, been really rolling with the two French presses in the morning. Uh, the last couple days because I have a little uh, I have a little stockpile of coffee, which is nice, which is nice to always have. Um, Brian always takes care of me very well uh, when it comes to making sure I have enough beans. And uh, yeah, I got a little ahead and uh, going to drink a little bit down. So a couple extra French presses when it's nice and cold and uh, nice and cold in here and a, a little extra warm up for the day. But we got up to 60 yesterday here, and 60 and sunny. It was a gorgeous day, and uh, yeah, it's supposed to not be bad the rest of uh, the rest of the next four or five days. Chilly overnight, and then back up into the 50s and 60s. It's supposed to rain. I think rain, rain tonight, right? Rain, rain tonight, and then um, then not bad, not bad. So I could take that for a while for sure. Uh, lows in the in the mid to upper 30s and highs in the 60s would be uh, would be perfect for me. So we will see. Good morning, Digger. How we doing? How we doing? Um, yeah. So I just have a bunch of rando topics on a list here that I'll kind of uh, work my way through and then sprinkle in any questions you guys have that you want to throw out there. Uh, you can throw those in the comments if you uh, pip. I like how Pip did it up here. I'll put one on the screen if you guys want to see. Um, he just throws a big Q in front and then throws that question in there just so I can see it because sometimes you guys get rolling on the on the comments and I uh, I can't keep up. But we can hit that actually hit that question I popped up from Pip right away. Uh, he says, "What is what is a streamyard?" And that is why the questions keep or the the comments roll by so fast is um, Streamyard is a company I use a service I guess a service it's a it's a web service uh, that I use to stream here. Um, so basically, it's a site that I can go to that I can set up that will um, send out my my live streams to several different places. So in I go to one site and it's sending it now to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Telegram. Um, there's several other options you can do uh, depending on the plan you you get. You can send send it to one place or up to I think nine is the most if you have nine accounts that you want to send it out to. It's um, it's something I started using because I had limited data. 
when we first started going on this uh, journey, we were using cell cell internet data. Um, and so we were paying by the gig. And to be able to send video, huge video file, um, hour long, half hour long video file to five different places to upload it, it was um, it was going to be a lot of data. But being able to send it one time, one upload, and then have it store the video in the program and then allow me to strip the audio out and download one audio file, which was significantly smaller, and then I could upload that audio file to my podcast feed. So out of necessity, it made sense to save the data to use StreamYard to send it to as many places I can for one upload stream and then strip that audio out using their technology and upload the audio file. So that's what StreamYard is and how I ended up using it. But it's also very functional for meetings, uh, for conferences. They've, uh, they've been continually upgrading the service since I started using it to where now you can um you can have webinars you can have um yeah there's there's just tons of functionality they add in all sorts of new um new little features and this and that i mean it's almost monthly that you get a uh, you get a uh update about what it is so yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool there's a free there's a free plan uh i didn't know we were gonna be talking about Streamyard. i do have an affiliate link with Streamyard. uh if you want to sign up let me know and uh yeah i i can definitely get you a link it's uh it's a pretty good service i i enjoy it it's easy to use and if if it meets your needs i would highly recommend it but i don't know i think you would have to make sure it's worth the juice is worth the squeeze there. Like, uh, it wouldn't make sense. No, I don't know. I, hmm, yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth. Um, Rachel, hey, good morning, Rewilder Life. How you doing? Rachel Brown and Rachel, uh, Rachel Jameson popping in right back to back. How are you guys doing? Uh, and Rachel says she used StreamYard for the webinar last night. How did the webinar go, Rachel? I uh, I saw that posted, and uh, I saw you had a bunch of registrants, so that was that was fantastic. I hope uh, I hope all that uh, hope it went well. And yeah, the webinar function on Streamyard I haven't messed around with, but that uh, that might be changing here in the near future. We got uh, I got some things in the in the works that I've been been uh, kind of batting back and forth with some people that might. Uh, might need that webinar function um, maybe once a month or so. So that's that's exciting. That's exciting. And um, Digger, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Pip, you uh, you nailed it. You uh, you got what a streamyard is. Thanks for the question and thanks for the other question. I will hit that in just a little bit. Um, last day of November, guys. Last day of November. <laughs> Rachel says she's just exhausted today. That means it went well. That means it went well. I uh, I hope. I hope <laughs> it could go either way. You could be exhausted just because uh, because you were scrambling uh, to cover cover uh, your ass, but uh, or it went very well and you were excited and it was a lot of work and now you're exhausted. So and walking out the door to work, <laughs> isn't that how it goes? Isn't that waiting? Wait, you don't do webinars full time, Rachel. You do that stuff on top of everything else you do. That's huh? Oh man, <laughs> back to work. Uh, last day of November, guys. Tomorrow's December. Tomorrow is um, what is there? Thirty-one days in December. I think it's thirty-one days in December. We got thirty-one days left in 2023 was 2023 better than 2022 <laughs> was uh is 2024 going to be better in 2023 i think they're all better than 2020 Ooh, that was uh that was a rough one um jim says work is overrated um sometimes sometimes i would i i don't know i don't know there's something about uh something about doing stuff Something about doing stuff that makes you feel uh, feel well or feel good. So, um, Rachel, is that webinar on? Uh, is that available for rebroadcast or is that going to be locked down? Is that um, 
is that getting sold or repurposed somewhere or is that just available for purchase let me know and uh and i can send people your way um any big goals for the rest of the year you guys got any big goals for the rest of 2023 or uh or big things rolling into next year i uh, i got a list of things i'm working on that i'm trying to uh, a couple of them i'm trying to accomplish before the beginning of the year if you know a now i'm not give me i'm not even gonna ask for that <laughs> not not right now um that'll be pending sorry guys sorry guys i was gonna go down that road but uh not not yet not yet but Anyway, if you got big plans, you got uh, you got goals, you have things coming out. Let me know um, in the comments. That would be rewilder. Like Rachel says, uh, that webinar is available for replay on the website, and that was uh, canning, correct? Did I see that right? Uh, a canning, how to getting started in canning, which is very uh, very valuable, and I think the replays on that would be fantastic. I could be completely off base, but I, f I feel like that's what I was reading when I was, when I was looking, um, that, uh, that is also on my list is where I saw that I've been using Facebook more, um, for a variety of reasons. Recently I used, um, I was using solely my, my lots project page, my, I think it's considered a business page. Um, and it was pretty, pretty nice. And I've talked about it a few times. It was pretty nice because I didn't follow anything. I didn't have any, any history there. So it was pretty much a blank slate and they would show me, I had nothing for them to show me other than suggested things. So when they would show me something that interests me, I would just look at it and then they would show me more of it, but there was no like long history. There was no, no, um, Intro to canning. Awesome. Rachel's going to post a link in the groups. I will edit the video notes and the audio notes for this after the fact. Uh, so if you're listening to this or you're watching live and you'd like to get that, check out the Telegram group um, or uh, definitely hit the hit the video and the audio notes later if you're watching a replay of this because I'll get that done right as I uh, upload it. And she says it's the first in a series. So Nice. Nice. Congratulations, Rachel. That's fantastic. That's, uh, that's really good. I'm glad it went well. Um, it's nerve wracking. Is that a couple of firsts here in the last couple months for you? Was, uh, was the presentation at the, the homesteading conference a, a first also? Cause awesome. Kicking it in the butt for sure. For sure. Um, so I was using my Facebook business page and it was really, it was really nice. <laughs> it was like it um it just it just um it was uh it wasn't irritating. They weren't uh they weren't digging in and uh and trying to fire me up or anything. And if they did, if it did, I just ignored it. Um but it came to a point where I wanted to join some of the local groups around here. So I'm, I was looking to pick up some some side work or network a little bit or, you know, joining the small town uh, Facebook groups, you you find out a lot about the area. And so I went to join these groups and you can't join as a page, a lot of them. And the majority of them, you can't you can't comment as a page. So I was like, oh, man man, I gotta, I'm gonna have to go back to my personal Facebook, which man, I, I got Facebook. What year did we meet? It was 15 years. So that was like two, we, we met in 02. Jesus. <laughs> wow. We met in 02, but we started hanging out in 08. <laughs> So I got a Facebook page, man, it must have been in 2005, maybe long time ago, long time ago. And uh, at that point, I, um, it was growing, it was, it was growing pretty quickly, uh, but it was still growing. And so no one really knew 
what to make of it and uh, how to really use it. And so a lot of things got added. Um, a lot of changes have happened over the years in the, on the back side of Facebook, the, you know, the targeting, the, the censoring, the, um, the AI and all the things, all the things and all added up. It, my feed was just a fucking nightmare. Um, irritating and, um, you know, all the things that people say that it is intended to be. And so I stopped using it. Um, and it was better. <laughs> like it was a, um, it was definitely refreshing to stop going and seeing that. Um, so when I, when I, um, had to start going back over there to, um, to join these groups, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But as I started digging in, um, I saw value in joining the groups. And so I went and I started purging. I started purging my personal Facebook, which was interesting, which was interesting, hiding a lot of things, unfollowing a lot of things that didn't matter to me anymore. Um, and things that that just didn't need to be there. I was diligent for the first week or so saying, don't show me this on things that I didn't want to see um, that that made me remember why I stopped using it in the first place. I would just hit stop. Like, don't show me this. Um, there's those little options. You guys, you guys know when you scroll by and you just keep scrolling and you're like all pissed off. Like, stop showing me that shit. Um, you hit the three little dots in the corner and said, don't show me this ever. Um, they want you to use the site. Like I understand the irritation factor. I understand the the point in that, but they also want you to use it. So if you continually tell them not to show you stuff, they will it eventually not show you that stuff. Anyway, I grew. I joined the groups, and um, it's uh, it's definitely different. The 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 difference between my personal feed and my um, my business feed and uh, i don't know how much how much longer i can use the the personal side i think i think it's going to be a, a matter of going on uh, once or twice a day like a limited thing it's not going to be a constant whereas the business um i'm constantly posting or um looking for places to share my things i'm looking for uh or, or to reply to comments or anything like that um Pip says, if it wasn't for duction cups, I wouldn't be on social media. I think if I shut all this down tomorrow, like December 1st, I'm done. Um, I would take at least a very significant detox from social media. I think I would have to. <laughs> I think I would have to. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Facebook is what it is. Uh, I know they I know they track everybody tracks. So everybody is like if you have a cell phone you're being tracked if you have email you're being tracked you can be as secure as you want to be you can be as open as you want to be but i don't think anybody out there it, that is using these services is completely uh private and so i think people get really whipped up about things that um that really don't matter <laughs> so there's that um, let's see yesterday, <laughs> I got a couple things on the list from yesterday. One was I had an awesome networking meetup. Um, Michael Sparks, he's in community. If you've been, uh, to SRF, if you've, um, you might've seen him bouncing around in uh, groups and, and things he, uh, he reached out. He knew that I was looking to connect with local people here, uh, possibly pick up some some side work or uh, just network for for connections to, you know, expand that network. Um, he he's very good at networking and immediately saw an opportunity to um, hook me up with someone that he knew. Uh, they were about halfway in between me and him. So yesterday morning, took a nice drive. It was about a 50-minute drive. It wasn't it wasn't a horrible drive by any means. It was very beautiful. Got to head over the Tennessee River and off to the east, which I don't uh, normally get over to the east side of uh, the Tennessee River. But um, 
man, twice this week so far, but headed out there, met a super cool guy, met Michael. I had met him uh, a few times at SRF. We never really get to sit and talk uh, or, or really converse more than a, Hey, how you doing at an event like that? Because just there's people that want to talk to both of us and, and we want to talk to other people. So it's great to meet people at events like that. It's not really great to get to know them. Uh, so it was really cool to be able to go have lunch. And thanks for lunch, by the way, Mike. And um, and meet the the gentleman that he hooked me up with. That um, that relationship could turn out to be very, very, um, very beneficial to both of us. So uh, I, was, I was excited and uh, got to spend some time with him. I appreciate it. And I... Uh, I don't know if you guys use Amsoil. Uh, Michael is Amsoil salesman or dealer representative. Um, I don't know what you would call them, but I did put his link in the video in the video description and the audio description. If you're considering uh, picking up some Amsoil, or even if uh, you're considering becoming a dealer, um, definitely check out his link. He it, it's it's all uh, it's all commission sales and things like that. So if you're considering picking some up definitely uh, um, think about uh, creating an account through his website so check it out it's lube-direct.com and it's in the video notes and uh, yeah nothing like supporting in network people for sure especially ones that help out your favorite podcaster with a nice networking meeting so that was fun to um, to meet up with Michael I appreciate him reaching out and uh, and doing the connection connecting thing and uh, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, other thing from yesterday. Actually, I got two more things from yesterday. The other thing from yesterday was I was going out to shower, you know, because I'm a polite person. I was going out to be have lunch with uh, people that don't live in an RV full time. And uh, I wanted to smell good. So it had been cold here. It had been uh, we had had the shower unhooked for a couple days and it was time to clean up for sure. And so I, uh, I went out, I hooked everything up, I turned the water on and it was like a waterfall in the, in the outdoor shower. I was like, Oh man, what's going on? I walk over there and our shower head in the shower was cracked from the top to the bottom. It was just a, a tiny crack down it and the water was spraying out of it. I shut the valve off like an idiot didn't realize that the valve was uh, past the crack. So it didn't turn the water off. And I was kind of in a hurry. Like it wasn't, I wasn't running super short on time, but I needed to get my ass moving. That's why I was uh, in the process of getting ready. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I need to take a shower here. Uh, obviously I could have jumped into the RV shower and done it in there. That, that seemed like uh, just a pain in the ass. So I, um, I took duct tape and wrapped up the handle as much as I could to, to put the back pressure on it to be able to come out of the shower head, was able to muddle through it. But as I was in there, I, I was trying to figure out how it cracked. Um, the procedure I used when I shut down the shower I was under the assumption that everything drained out. Um, we had had some, we had had some cold snaps. We had been through. Uh, I think this might have been the coldest duration overnight. Like it got colder. Um... <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Rachel Brown, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, we. <laughs> We had a long, long stretch below freezing last night, night before. Um, and I think it was longer. It was below freezing longer. It was similar to the lowest temperature, but the last time it got cold, it was like it dropped down and then came right back up. This was more, it got to freezing, I think at uh, 11 or 10, and then it was below freezing until um, sunrise in the morning. So it was a significant longer period and um, found out that it didn't drain out. What I was doing was um, I would have the shower on. I would have the, the water flow on in the shower and then I would turn off the main water. I would come back and then unhook the water from the bottom of the instant water heater and um, 
it should have drained back. It should have drained back. The water drains out of the hose. Um, and the water drains out of the water heater. Uh, and I don't know why it didn't drain back out of the shower head. Might be some um, some some um, piping in there. And it's not piping, but there might be some veins in there that uh, that allow it to be to bring the pressure down. There might be a regulator that keeps it from uh, from backflowing. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but obviously it doesn't drain out. So I temporarily fixed it today. I think I have to see if uh, any of the two shower heads that we have in the, the camper here, I can take them off and uh, put them back out on that. Uh, that hose so uh, so we can then again shower uh, before going to the hardware store but I'm gonna have to pick up a new shower head for that so that was uh, that was fun I was able to deal with it uh, had some had some interesting uh, decisions to make as I was getting done with the shower since I couldn't shut the water off in the shower and um yeah, there was no place to dry off or put a towel on. So you can imagine standing in there outside in, um, you know, it, I wouldn't call us in a neighborhood. We're in a neighborhood-ish area. Um, there are definitely people around, people driving by, and you don't need to see my uh, bright white ass coming out of that shower naked running into the camper. So it was uh, it was definitely an interesting experience getting out of there without being soaking wet. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> made it, made it, uh, left that water running until I came in, threw some clothes on because it was still at that point, it was still in the 40s, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it got pretty chilly pretty quick when you got out of the hot water. So that was fun. That was fun. So we get to repair that, but learned that I think either... I'm going to unscrew the shower head, bring that in, or I might just bring the whole water heater itself in. It is very, um, <laughs> it is very easy to unhook. Um, and for freezing nights, I mean, I could just bring it in and set it in the bathtub in here and it would be no problem. Just trying to uh, do as minimal as possible in and out all the time um, because it will be it will be on that teetering freezing quite a bit uh, here in the upcoming months. So figuring it out, figuring it out, at least the, the water heater itself didn't blow up and um, it was just the shower head. So shower head could be cheaply replaced. Jim says that's descriptive enough. Thanks for the images. Yes, um, nothing like that image with your morning coffee, Jim. That's why you. That's why you tune into this show. I'm pretty sure. Morning, Cormac. How we doing? How is uh, how's Ireland holding up over there? Everything. Uh, I heard Ireland's on fire. Um, maybe politically, maybe actually on fire. I'm not sure, but I don't follow the news enough to know. I've just seen it in passing. Things all good. Things all good. All right, let's uh, let's move on. The other thing I had on the list from yesterday was, uh, well, let me hit Pip's question here before I get uh, rolling down this uh, this topic over here. Um, oh, Cormac says he's up north in the UK part. Okay, cool. Stay safe, my man. Stay safe for sure. Um, Pip's other question here. I'll pop it up on the on the screen is um, would it be financially logical to improve the insulation of an RV? Uh, Rachel Brown up here says that uh, Michael supports Jack Spearco because he did say our favorite podcaster. Um, yeah, I'm going to quote Jack and say it depends. <laughs> really, it does. Um I know it's uh, I know it's a, a shitty answer, but it really does depend. Uh, if you're taking the walls off to do a remodel, probably, probably, um, most likely, I would have to say yes. Uh, depending on what's in it, obviously, if you the walls aren't very thick, um, usually two by two construction, so you're only going to get uh, a, a small amount of insulation in there. We we did some the places where we tore off the paneling or tore things out we replaced um we replaced the stock 
fiberglass insulation with multiple layers of Reflectix bubble insulation and then sealed it back up. Um, would it be financially logical to take a new, new camper and strip the walls off and replace the insulation and put it back up? Probably not. Would it help heat retention? Probably. They don't make these, um, they don't make these very high end. They do make winter packages. They do make, uh, Arctic packages. So, it, it really depends on what you have, what your goals are, and, and what you're doing with it. Older RV that you're stripping down to to the studs and redoing, renovating, probably, I would, uh, I would probably think it would be viable. Corey said that when I asked her this morning, uh, when I saw the question, she said, the last few nights I've been thinking about maybe we should do it in this. And I kind of went, don't think too much. <laughs> Don't think too much because um, I don't know. I, I really, I think you might end up with more problems than than solutions when you start digging into the walls of an old RV. Um, Jim says might be better to just build a tiny home on a trailer. Other than the fact that I wouldn't want to be taking it down the road. Tiny homes are meant to be tiny homes and like homes, not move. Um, you can move them. It, I think you put a lot of money into a tiny home and to take it down a, uh, take it down a highway is just asking for it to flip, uh, asking for it to blow off a trailer, uh, asking for the roof to blow off. I don't know, unless you're making it aerodynamic and like an RV to travel. But most tiny homes I've seen, um, they can keep the the footprint small because they go uh, small and tall, and uh, so you're very you're very prone to blowing over. And um, what's uh, what's Debari Debari uh, Pip? I'm not sure what that is. Uh, Duction Cups is heading there, but uh, anyway, the the tiny homes are built uh, very small and tall, um, and uh, <laughs> and it. Uh, I have a feeling that it just wouldn't end well if you wanted to travel a lot. Not saying you can't move them; obviously, you can move them, but um, if you want to be mobile. Um, pretty consistently i think it, it could do pretty pretty bad wear and tear on it um rewilder life says you can get older trailers for cheap our 1997 fifth wheel was 2k everything works we've used it as a home uh, at the land for the last three years yeah yeah um is it road would you take it on the road rachel or or is it a um or would you pretty much keep it stationary? Because I could do a lot with something I don't have to move, if even if it's not in the best condition. And then you wouldn't feel bad about tearing out the walls. Yes, yeah. Um, is everything is everything um, road worthy with it? Because I mean, that's not really that bad for sure. That price. Um, Granted, it's it's what um, twenty five years old. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Make sure you look at it real good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it'd be bad. I don't think it'd be bad. Uh, Pip, Pip's wearing gloves. Pip says he's not typing in gloves now. Duction, duction cups will be attending a toy drive in North Florida town, making extra ducks for kids and such. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. Um, and Dim says that makes sense. It'd be hard to tear apart something new. Yeah, yeah. That was that was kind of when we bought this. A, um, new wasn't in our budget. But B, we knew we wanted to install a composting toilet and a wood stove and um, solar panels and that we were going to have to retrofit it for the dogs. And... Um, it didn't make sense to buy something new, especially since it was over our budget. Um, 
to be able to walk into it and look at it and go, oh, that carpet's nasty. Let's tear it out. Oh, these these cabinets aren't what we want. Let's tear it out. Um, you, when you didn't spend um, a fortune on it, it made it a lot easier. Um, that's right. That's right. Rachel says she got new tires and made sure the brakes were good. And she's also married to her husband who can fix and fabricate anything. I, your husband uh, sounds like a fantastic man. We should, we should definitely meet at some point um, in the future here. Um, good morning, Backwoods Butcher. Thanks for swinging in. How are we doing? Um, if you weren't, if you guys weren't here at the beginning, if you would like, um, <laughs> if you would like to ask a question for me to answer, feel free to throw it in the comments and uh, I will get to it. But right now I'm going to swing, uh, to the next thing on my list. Yesterday I was, uh, on my way to meet with Michael, got there a little early. I, uh, was just flipping through my phone, catching up on messages that I had gotten on the drive. And uh, I checked out my web traffic stats, which I do not very often, maybe twice a day. Um, I guess that would be a lot often for someone that doesn't do it. <laughs> Corey just chuckled when I said twice a day. She's like, wait, I don't do that ever. <laughs> so um, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was checking my my web traffic and all of a sudden I'm seeing traffic referred from entrepreneur.com. And I don't know if you know how it works, but um, there's tracking cookies and and all sorts of ways to know where the the clicks to your site came from. Um and entrepreneur.com isn't like a small website. Uh, I see, I saw things. I didn't mention it on the show. I don't think I mentioned it on the show. I may have just in passing, but I was lucky enough on Thanksgiving to be on Side Hustle Show, the Side Hustle Show. I don't know if you've heard of it. A guy named Nick Loper, he's got a pretty decent size uh, podcast called The Side Hustle Show. He has a website called Side Hustle Nation. Um, it's, I listened to it a long time ago. I listened to it off and on since then. And um, I had shot a message out to his, uh, in his website, in his submission. And he wrote back and he said, hey, I would really like you to record something for my Thanksgiving episode. I do, um, I do a multiple, multiple hustle uh, special every Thanksgiving. Uh, we talked details and everything. I was like, yep, 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 for sure. Um, Jim, um, Gary passed away, I believe. Um, I found out uh, in the middle of an interview with someone I didn't even know knew him. So uh, just to answer that. Uh, but anyway, I uh, I was happy to be on. Like, it was incredible. I was So I was talking about the Comfrey side hustle, uh, starting it up, how I did it, how I scaled it, how I um, how I transitioned it when we left the farm. To keep it going um and so i put that out there and i listened to the episode on thanksgiving i was uh, it took me um it took me a ton took me a ton of time to um <laughs> gear myself up to listen to it even though i had recorded it and listened to it a few times before i submitted it uh it took me a little bit to listen to it but i was happy with the way it came out uh and I thought that was it. I saw a lot of, I saw some decent traffic from it. I, I, uh, I got a, a console or two signed up for from it already in the last week. And I thought that was it. And then yesterday, um, yesterday I saw entrepreneur.com and I'm like, what the heck? I, I wouldn't, I don't know why I was on there and I didn't have enough time to dig into it. And it was only like one or two referral link or clicks from there. And we went in or I went in, I had lunch, we had lunch, we went and did some things. And then when I got home, I I looked and I had a bunch of um, I had a bunch of clicks, like 14 or 15 clicks from uh, entrepreneur.com. And so I'm like, I got to figure this out. So I went to the site, I started searching my name. 
And I didn't realize that Nick Loper was a um, contributor to entrepreneur.com, but basically it was the write-up article from his site repurposed on um, repurposed on entrepreneur.com, which was pretty cool. I was like, holy crap. Um, yeah, best uh, website traffic day in a while, which was really cool. So that was uh that was a big surprise coming out of being on the show uh that was exciting so if you guys want to check out the article i linked it in the telegram chat uh i was super geeked out about when i saw it and um yeah right there guys it's all listed out and uh, it's basically a, a written <coughs> summary of what i talked about on the show so check it out check it out bless you are you okay <laughs> Uh, Side Hustle Nation with uh, or Side Hustle Show with Nick Loper and Side Hustle Nation is his website and entrepreneur.com. So check it out. Check it out. Back with Butcher says, um, if a train leaves Nashville at 516 and a semi truck leaves Portland at 845, what color is the shirt I'm wearing? Um, I would say it is furry, furry brown because um, you haven't put a shirt on yet. And uh, the horsetail's hanging out. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Um, James said he's looking to get a 53-foot reefer and start a build-out, uh, a trailer and uh, building inside. I'm considering starting with a 50-foot, 53-foot reefer trailer and building the inside. That... Um, I've seen a lot recently with people doing things with reefer trailers. And it makes sense. It makes sense. It, uh, I think it would be really cool. Um, <laughs> Kyle says, uh, you need to realize, oh, that really? Somebody needs to take a call at uh, a <laughs> little early. Anyway, anyway, let's um, let's move on here. So, <laughs> what else is on my list? Um, you guys know about dot business cards. Dot business cards are um, are very interesting to me i had seen i had seen these listed um i'd seen these listed on uh online i had been interested in them hey quiet down sorry guys it's might get a little screwy in here um i had seen them listed online and i had been interested in picking one up i had not pulled the trigger on it I was able to interact with one yesterday where the gentleman we went to network with was using dot and it was pretty slick. It was definitely pretty. I'm in the I'm in the process of needing to order new business cards, and I think I might have changed my mind. I there's part of me that need that wants to still get the physical um, the physical cards uh, to be able to leave them places that I'm not interacting with people, but the dot business card that's uh basically i think it's rfid chip um in a card that links to a kind of like a link tree style um listing of all your links and all your information uh and then it also imports it will allow the person that scans it to import the contact directly into their phone so they're not taking your business card throwing it in the garbage they're not taking your business card throwing it in their pocket forgetting about it it goes directly into their phone um you can have your website your uh your social medias all sorts of things listed there <laughs> and it's customizable they make um uh they make a feature where it's free where you can just you have it on your phone with a qr code this person scans it um and you manage the information that shows up through your dot profile on the website and then there is also um, physical cards that you can get that you link to your profile. 
uh, some mount on your phone. They're kind of like um, they're uh, they stick to the back of your phone or your phone case. Other ones are actually the size of a business card and you put it in your wallet. And then when um, then you pulled out, uh, you pull out the card, they scan it and then you can put it back in your wallet, in your pocket or whatever. So it's an interesting technology. I'm trying to decide if I need both, if I want to go completely to one. Um, spreading my name around the area uh, for some things I'm working on probably will be, be beneficial to still have some physical, some physical cards. But I think um, the majority of what I want to do is go towards the dot um, setup. I kind of was doing it and I, I helped some other people do do it um, that uh, basically made my own QR code to my link tree or my website and just have that as the wallpaper on my phone um, to where someone was like, hey, um, what's your phone number, whatever. I would just open, unlock my phone and they could scan it with their camera and do basically the same thing as dot. Uh, but dot has then a physical card. Uh, so if you don't want to be pulling out your phone, you have the card or they just, they just RFID scan the scan, the, the device that was on your phone. So I don't know, going back and forth, looking at it and, uh, and dug in a little bit more yesterday after I, um, after I, uh, got back and actually interacted with it with someone in person. So it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, what else? What else? Um, Christmas is coming, guys. Christmas is coming. I got uh, I got a message yesterday. Uh, actually, Corey told me a couple days ago I needed to get Christmas lists together. Uh, got a message yesterday. I needed to get Christmas lists together. Uh, when you're a minimalist, when you're transitioning to a minimalist, I, I think at this point, uh, I could consider myself a minimalist after a few. Um, so um, after a few purges, after going from everything we had down to what we have now, I think I think we could be I could be considered a minimalist. Um, and what a what a paradox coming up with gift ideas as a minimalist. Um, I just gone on and I've gone round and round and round and round. Um, I feel like if I get things, uh, physical gifts, I, um, I would need to get rid of stuff to accept them. And I kept thinking and I kept thinking and I was like, what do I need? What do I want? What, uh, what do what do I ask for? And another issue that I have is Corey and I have really throughout our whole lives just uh, or throughout our lives together, excuse me, um, we 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 get each other stuff randomly. We get our we get things um, <laughs> we get things that uh, that we need or want. Um, we don't necessarily wait for holidays or special occasions. If we need it, we desire it and we have the funds to do it. Um, gingerbread farms with Bitcoin works. I don't think my, my in-laws are, are going to be slinging me some Bitcoin as much as, as much as that would be cool as shit. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, more traditional, more traditional gift giving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Backwoods Butcher says, I already got you my gift. Everlasting friendship. Kyle, that doesn't take up any space at all. That is the perfect gift for a minimalist. You've learned. You've definitely learned. <laughs> uh, Jim S is gifting a circular economy principle. Nobody wants my old crap. Nobody wants my old crap. Um, but if you have a minimalist in your life, think about... Um, the fact that they might not want stuff. They might not want stuff. Um, and I've seen a lot of people talking experiencing. 
Pip says, I'm considering getting two nieces a jade with some sats as a gift. Oh, be the Bitcoin uncle. Pip the Bitcoin uncle. Uh, I may or may not have a couple of software wallets with uh, a little bit of Bitcoin in it for um, some of my my younger relatives. Gingerbread Farm says underwear. Hey, that is on my list. Actually, literally, I uh, it dawned on me. I could always throw away underwear. I could throw away underwear and uh, and get new ones every day of the week. My goal uh, when I was younger was to get to a point in my life where I could wear a new pair of socks every day. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that works great. Um, Kyle says him and his wife in, uh, just buy what we want, then wrap it it with the kids. Yeah, um, gingerbread says hopes and prayers. I don't need any of those for Christmas. Um, but going back to the jade or even Bitcoin in general, depending on how old they are, it um, it might not be it might be something that you keep to yourself. Uh, maybe talk to their parents and tell them what's going on and uh, and just keep building it. But as they get older, I um, I envision sharing it more with them, um, making it an annual thing. Maybe not the only thing they get. Maybe um... <laughs> Backwoods Butcher says you never throw un away underwear. You wear them until they fall apart. I'm going to tell you um, the last underwear I bought uh, are the most fantastic um the most fantastic well-made underwear i've ever had in my life they came from duluth trading company um and i would have to say they're they're 10 years old if they're any if they're two days uh probably more like 12 to 13 years old and there's no holes in them they're not ripped they're uh they're they're fine they're a little uh they're a little worn but man quality products they're 25 bucks a pair but I figure at 25 bucks a pair, I've gotten 13 years out of them. 13 years. Kyle says, I still have boxers from my early 20s. You're in your mid-20s now. So, wow, that's impressive. Just impressive you haven't lost them um, in any of your adventures. Um, so, so they're uh, with the jade. With the jade. Sorry, back to the jade. Sorry, I keep getting distracted. I'm uh, I'm trying to listen to what's going on outside, and um, I I don't think uh, I don't know I don't know what's going on in uh, this morning. We're not used to getting uh, phone calls at a quarter to seven in the morning, so we will uh, I'll see what happens when that's over. Anyway, with the Bitcoin, um, as they get older, uh, maybe start using part of what you're going to allocate to them for a gift. If it's going to be a hundred dollars. Uh, maybe do fifty for a for a present for a, tr a traditional present, and fifty dollars uh, towards um, towards fifty dollars towards um, Bitcoin, and then involve them in the process. Maybe have them help you send it to them. Um, show them their balance. And every time you hang out with them, you can be like, "Hey, look at your Bitcoin! Look at your Bitcoin!" Start immersing them in that as a child and understanding the the value of of hodling it. Um, teach them a little bit about um, money. Uh, people are saying Duluth Firehose pants are what I live in. Firehose pants are fantastic, for sure. Um, <laughs> Jim says, unless there's gunshots, there's nothing that important out there. Um, yeah, you never know. You never know. Uh, Duluth is the best. And uh, he says, I'm hard on pants. I use, you got hard on pants? Uh, I used to order the fire hose pants when we were on the farm. And uh, man, yes, they are very, very tough. And Jim says he loves their commercials. Yeah, the, the commercials are great. Uh, Backwoods Butcher says, you completely changed my mind. Going to return all my kids' toys and give them Bitcoin. Um, when they're 30, you will be very happy you did that, in my humble opinion. If they still have it. 
if they still have it. Shit, your kids are young enough. When they're 15, they're probably going to be very happy you did that instead of the toys that they they played with for a month and threw in the in the closet, never to be seen again, for you to throw out at some point. So. <laughs> Henry Kissinger died. Oh no. What a shame. <laughs> All right guys, uh any questions, any final questions you want to dump in the in the comments, I'd be happy to answer uh before we take off here. Other than that, I uh I was just going to touch on the fact that I've started digging into some uh I <laughs> Back with Butcher says, I gotta let Uncle Brian explain to them why this Christmas sucked. Cause your dad's your dad's a, a drunk and he spent all your money on bitcoins. <laughs> Not good. Uh I started messing around with uh more print on demand. That is something that I'm gonna be focusing a little more time on uh on a daily or weekly basis. Uh, getting out um, mugs and t-shirts and things. I got some strategies that probably won't tie much into the to the show, but I will be mentioning them here in case you're curious uh, what you can pick up. Uh, right now, um, mugs, coffee mugs is uh, is what I'm focusing on. Uh, getting some uh, some cool designs out there, trying to keep them at a. <laughs> That's I'm. I know I misspoke. Kyle was a drunk. He sobered up and realized he should buy you Bitcoin instead of toys. <laughs> uh, but but uh, really focusing on some print on demand, getting products out there, um, getting a little traction, pushing them around. Uh, I have several different print on demand sites that I'm using, uh, messing around with, seeing which one I like the best, which one suits which products the best, and uh, which ones integrate with different places I'm trying to, to send them. Um, and I'll let you know. I'll let you know how I like each one. Currently, I am using uh, Redbubble, Printify, and uh, Teespring. Redbubble, Printify, and Teespring. Yes, yes. That is. Uh, those are the three I'm, I'm messing around with. And I'm using them all because they all integrate with different things I was trying to do. Set up accounts, and now I'm actually getting around to using them. So... That is in the future here. Um, guys, I think I'm gonna wrap it up. We gotta uh we gotta get these dogs for walk. I got a bunch of uh a bunch of office work to do today, uh computer work, and likely gonna have to go pick up some uh some more firewood from my friend Jamie out at off-grid ping uh by uh by delinquent scully. So I appreciate everyone hanging out this morning. Tomorrow, big, big drawing. If we can get 25 people to to live uh, live entry tomorrow morning, we're gonna have three hundred twenty five thousand satoshis. Um, <laughs> Jim says I use your ten dollar discount at Sticker Mule. Awesome, awesome. Sticker Mule is pretty cool. Sticker Mule is pretty cool um, for definitely for businesses. It's uh, it's a really good resource. Um, James says, hit that like. Yeah, hit the like, guys. Be sure you swing in tomorrow morning. It's going to be well over $100 uh, tomorrow morning, $325. I think, uh, I think Hunter was giving a price check yesterday at like $123. Guys, guys, 25 entries is all we need. I'll be giving that away, Bitcoin Lightning. And the episode tomorrow is going to be a Bitcoin update. I've been hunting around the web. I've been, uh, I've been contemplating things myself. And we're just going to do a, uh, a round table uh, Bitcoin update with uh, news, notes, and thoughts. If you had anything you want to contribute, let me know or uh, show up tomorrow. Throw it in the comments. We'll chat about it while we talk. Probably going to revisit uh, Pip's uh, idea that he was talking about earlier about getting kids Bitcoin, getting kids involved in understanding Bitcoin and how easy it could be. So... Anyway, guys, if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to participate in the comments or that drawing, be sure to show up tomorrow. You can always join the live recording on Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about the episode. Nope, no more posts about the episode at this point, but you can find all the links to my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. 
Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and we will catch up with you tomorrow morning. Bitcoin Friday, giving away Satoshis. Have a good Thursday, guys, and we'll see you then.